sifter.com.au. Hi, I'm Kyle Paletto. And I'm Fiona Bartholomeus. Welcome to Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in video games. This week, it's a big week of delays, cancellations and shutdowns for EA, Dwarf Fortress sells like hotcakes, and why Nick Offerman's star of The Last of Us doesn't play games anymore. Here's the news for Sunday, 5th of February. Let's go. Articles to read, podcasts to listen to, and videos to watch on sifter.com.au. EA has announced that Apex Legends Mobile is coming to an end despite only being available for a year. The mobile version of the game, unlike other mobile spin-offs, was a completely separate experience, didn't connect to PC or console versions, and EA said they weren't able to deliver a good experience for the players. Players who have purchased in-game items or have in-game currency left in their Apex Legends mobile account will sadly lose it all once the game ends, and according to an FAQ on EA's website, there won't be any refunds. Those who still have accounts, make use of it as much as you can before it becomes unplayable on the 1st of May. In the same announcement, it was also revealed that Battlefield Mobile, which is still in development, will also be canned. And the rumoured single-player game set in the Titanfall Apex Legends universe also won't be going ahead, according to Bloomberg. But other than a few developer job ads, we never really saw anything concrete on that. Speaking of EA, they also announced this week that Star Wars Jedi Survivor is going to be delayed. Announced via Twitter, Stig Osmussen, the game director at Respawn Entertainment, said the delay was so that they could focus on bug fixes to enhance performance, stability, and most importantly, the player experience. With some games in the past few years criticised for being riddled with bugs and glitches, it's probably a good move to iron it all out. The new date for Star Wars Jedi Survivor is April 28th, so it's not that far, far away. PlayStation's Horizon series is at the centre of another leak, and this time it's for its multiplayer game, with very early test footage being posted to Reddit. Last year, Guerrilla Games officially revealed that the multiplayer game was in production and will feature a new cast of characters and a new stylized look. Gone is the gritty realism, replaced with a cartoony style more like Fortnite. It's not the realistic art style that players were expecting, but according to the person who leaked over 10 minutes of footage, the gameplay is from summer 2020. In game development, a couple of years is a very long time, so it's entirely likely that it's just a placeholder art while the gameplay is ironed out. But Eagle Eye players did notice options to join PC and join PS4, so there's potential that we might see some cross-platform action when this game eventually comes out. I think it's so cool having a multiplayer game set in the Horizon world, but I think many people would prefer to experience it in the graphics and art style that they already associate with the game. It is still in development, so we'll see what happens. E3 may be back, but we now know that the biggest names in the industry won't be there thanks to an exclusive report by IGN. Midway through last year, it was announced that E3 2023 would be back and in person for the first time in four years. But according to trusted IGN sources, Nintendo, Microsoft and Sony won't be involved, which has been a slow trend, with Nintendo the only major platform holder to have a presence on the floor in previous years. These companies have adapted in recent years and begun focusing on hosting their own showcase events, which frankly are a lot more accessible to gamers all over the world than E3. So I don't know if this is entirely a bad thing. Not great for the troubled E3 Expo though, who this year is being run by PAX organizers Readpop. We've linked IGN's report in the show notes. This is a shame, but also not a surprise. And to be honest, I'm one of those people that enjoy the individual showcases that we get throughout the year. So sorry, E3. 
I'm not shocked by the fact that Nick Offerman, who plays Bill on the HBO adaptation of The Last of Us, isn't a bigger gamer. The dude builds canoes by hand. Speaking on Jimmy Kimmel Live, Offerman said that no, he hadn't played The Last of Us games because more than 25 years ago, he became a little too obsessed with collecting puzzle pieces, rescuing Jinjos, and defeating Gruntilda. <laughs> the Last of Us is a, was started as a video game. Have you ever played that video game? No. I, uh, uh, 25 years ago, I played my last video game, and I'm very indulgent. I have the same way. I lost a couple of weeks to a video game called Banjo-Kazooie. Okay. And, and two, two weeks went by, and it, I mean, you know, you're, I, I was like, oh my God, the slow dopamine drip is so delicious. Then it's over, and you're like, yes, I won. And immediately, I'm like, what have I done with my life? Yeah, right. And so I decided uh, I'm never going to do that again. With the amazing episode that he started as Bill, you honestly don't need to have that pre-existing knowledge of the game. He brought something entirely new to the character, which I absolutely loved. Dwarf Fortress, a game that's attracted a cult following for its sheer depth of gameplay, has been a wild success after its release on Steam. The game re-released with an updated art sale on Steam in December, securing 7.2 million US dollars in sales last month and at least half a million copies. Dwarf Fortress was first released in 2006 with the text-based AC by brothers Zach and Tarn Adams, who first started working on the game 20 years ago. Tarn on the game's forums said that the money was life-changing and meant they were financially secure in their health and retirement and could even think about bringing in another developer. The game had been entirely free up until that release, so good on those Adams brothers for creating something that people were so happy to support. Do yourself a favour and look up some of the wildest Dwarf Fortress mechanics. It'll blow your mind. That's it for news, and there's only one game of note out this week. Tell us what it is, Kyle. Out on the 10th is the highly anticipated Hogwarts Legacy, the first console game set in the Harry Potter universe in over 10 years. You can pick it up on PC, Xbox Series S and X, and PlayStation 5 this Friday. Join the Sifter community on Discord at sifter.com.au forward slash Discord. This has been Walkthrough by Sifter. My name is Kyle Paletto. And my name is Fiona Bartholomew. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks to Rob D, who became a monthly backer on Ko-Fi. Rob's support lets us keep making our shows, so if you want to be a legend like Rob, head to sifter.com.au slash support, where support starts from just $1 a month. That address again is sifter.com.au slash support. Sifter is produced by Carl Paletto, myself, Daniel Ang, and Adam Christou. Mitch Lowe is senior producer, and Gianni Di Giovanni is our executive producer and edits each episode. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the walkthrough theme tune, and thanks to both Audio Technica Australia and Omni Studio for their support of Sifter's three podcasts. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back with more news next Sunday. 